0: Welcome to this podcast brought to you by the Vatican Observatory Foundation. I'm your host, Bob Trembley. I'm the first vice president of the Warren Astronomical Society in Michigan, a volunteer NASA JPL Solar System Ambassador, and the Internet Factotum for the Vatican Observatory Foundation. This podcast comes from a recording of one of our monthly full moon meetups with Vatican Observatory staff and sacred space astronomy subscribers. Sacred Space Astronomy is the Vatican Observatory's online community. We have several astronomers and scholars who write articles on our website about astronomy, space science, and faith in science. Well, without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you uh, Bayou. And uh, rather than me giving a long introduction, I'm going to ask you, first of all, what is your full name?
1: My full name is Christopher Bayou Risanto.
0: And which is the family name of those?
1: Uh, Risanto. Okay. Yeah.
0: And where did the Bayu come from?
1: Oh, so uh, Bayu was given by my father, uh, because my father was a teacher. And then uh, one of his uh, students, whose name is Bayu, was a smart boy. So he was inspired, okay, I'm going to give his name to my son. Okay. So there you go. I have a, my name is Bayu. Uh, so Bayu is from Sanskrit, actually. Uh, Sanskrit word, India. It's, uh, it's mean wind, W-I-N-D. Okay. Yeah, blowing wind. Uh, How appropriate for a meteorologist. I know. I know. <laughs> and Christopher is given by, uh, my baptismal name. Uh, was given by my uncle, who, who was a priest. My uncle passed away in 2012, just before I was ordained. So, um, yeah, so that's all of my name. And then, because, you know, here in the US, usually I prefer, you know, Bayou, just like people in Indonesia call me, because it's short, only two syllables, and easy to remember. So tell me where you're from.
0: And uh, Indonesia, yes, Indonesia is a really big place. Yeah, (laughs) it is
1: a really big place. So I'm from Java, uh, the island of Java. And I was born and grew up uh, just. Forty-five minutes south of Jakarta, the, the name of the city. Yeah, uh, Jakarta is the capital, and then the name of the city was Bogor. Um, so when they, so I um uh, I went to school there until what sixteen years old. So after that, I moved to another city to continue my uh, my studies.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, I have to mention one of the things we've been doing this past year, as we've been locked in, is uh, having movie weekends. So we watch, you know, classic films that everybody should see to know American culture, even though you've been in America for a while now. What do you yeah. So I moved here to America
1: in 2013.
0: And uh, for what?
1: So I went to Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, so I study meteorology there at Creighton University for a master's program. Uh, and then after that, I moved here to Tucson for my PhD. Because, well, simple, because I got a uh, graduate uh, assistantship. So somebody pay for me. Actually, so, that's nice. Right. So my spirit always say, well, f- I mean, go wherever you
0: find the money. So here I <laughs> want the
1: money, so I come here.
0: Excellent. But one of the movies we watched, because I wanted to know a little bit about Indonesia, mm-hmm. really, the famous movie about Indonesia is "The Year of Living Dangerous. Correct. So we watched that movie together. Um, what did they get right and what did they get wrong? Because many of you may have seen that movie. <laughs> Well, some of the dialogues there
1: uh, are not in Indonesian. So basically, I think they're on Tagalog or something like
0: that. Because they're actually filmed in Yeah, Yeah,
1: they're filmed in the Philippines, things what? like that. So
0: I was thinking <laughs> like, oh, this is not Indonesian, <laughs> this is Tagalog. <laughs> not only that, but they drive on the wrong side of the street. Correct,
1: correct. They In Indonesia, we follow the Brits. <laughs> so we are on the, on the other side of what we drove
0: here in the US. <laughs> so your your uncle was a priest you're Mm -hmm. obviously baptized so you come from a very christian area yeah how common is that in indonesia we usually think of as a muslim country
1: yeah so my father was actually a muslim so he grew up as muslim uh and then he converted i mean he was baptized when he was 16 i think or 17 something in high school because he went to a Jesuit high school ah we got so so my father became a catholic and then become a teacher and then met my mom my mom is was also a teacher so they work in the same school um so we got married mm-hmm. so uh, so but the whole family i mean yeah the whole family of my father's side they're all still muslim until now so only my father became
0: a catholic so how well what what's sort of the, the fraction what's the proportion of catholics or christians at least in the area where you grew up
1: oh in my area, my neighborhood, like, of course, majority are Muslim, Christian and Catholic. I know like, I think only like 10 families in my neighborhood was Catholic. Hmm. And I don't, I don't think there is a protestant, only okay. Catholic and Muslim, okay. right. yeah.
0: Interesting, yeah. was there any kind of tension or any uh, problems between them? No,
1: hmm. no, no problem. So uh, for the end of Ramadan, we always celebrate together. So usually the, uh, the Muslim families in mm-hmm. the neighborhood will bring food to us, you know, and we, will, we, will, we would go to their houses and then and chit chat and things like that. And then during Christmas time, my family with other 10 families, the Catholic families, will also cook and then uh, distribute the food and celebrate together with the Muslim uh, families okay. in the neighborhood. That's yeah. Nice. So you went to the Jesuit high school? I went to Jesuit high school.
0: Were you thinking of a priesthood even then?
1: Well, I was thinking I was a priesthood when I was in third grade, you know, elementary oh, school. Okay. Because yeah. basically, uh, my uncle was a priest. Mm-hmm. But also, when I was uh, six, when I was in the sixth grade, my father passed away, mm. and then uh, I really think about life then. But like, what is life? You know, what should I do in my life? Uh, life is very short, and you know, you're born and then you grow up and mm-hmm. then you go to school and then you get to work and things like that. And then you get a family, have children and so on. And so, man, that one's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I want something something new, you know, like what should I do? So my life can be not useful, but, you know, I can give something to people. Not only to, if I want the children, it will go to my children, right? But I want to like beyond children, you mm-hmm. know, like other people. So what should i do so then i was thinking like why not come come a priest <laughs> <laughs> so it's from the
0: third grade oh, basically okay yeah no you've, you've got siblings right i got one sibling okay uh, sister younger she, than my younger family. and she does she have a family uh not yet okay uh, she's a teacher a uh, mm-hmm. physics teacher in mm-hmm. high school okay yeah so were you always interested in sciences were you mm-hmm. a science nerd yeah
1: oh yeah so basically when i was in uh when i was in the elementary school and also after my, my father passed away when i was in junior high school i really love physics because of my uh my teacher my teacher was a great you know teacher for me mm-hmm. and the thing is uh, at the end of the every, every after class not before not before before class like uh 15 minutes before the end of the class uh, he would always give a quiz mm-hmm. so anyone who can get perfect score like an a if everything is correct you can go home like earlier because <laughs> physics is the end of the school. So at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. know, like in the, the last, the last subject we learned. So, uh, we always, you know, try to make, you know, make it correct. And then yeah, go home <laughs> early, even though it's like five minutes, 15 minutes early. But for a kid, like for me, mm-hmm. I was proud, you know, and then I show my grade to my, my mom and my mom said, okay, what do you want for a uh, weekend after? Because you always go to, uh, like, uh, you know, going to eat after mm-hmm. a after, uh, weekend, no, Saturday mass. And then uh, if I got like perfect score, she would bring me to a bookstore oh, so yeah, I can yeah. get a book. So one of the book is the Galileo Galilei book mm-hmm. in Indonesian, very thin for kids. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was really, you know, like, wow, this is great, you know, to be a scientist. But also there is one section there, very short section in the book, talk about Jesuit. So I was thinking like, wow, this is great. So to be a priest and to be a scientist at the same time, I think that is good. Okay. <laughs> so I got inspired by that. So you finished high school, then what did you do? I went to a, a, an officiate. Okay, so you went to Yeah, because school. my high school is a seminary mm-hmm. run by Jesuit.
0: Okay. Yeah. So and where was the bishop? In Indonesia, Giri Shanta. So was it on the same island? Or... The same island. Okay, same so it wasn't that far away. Yeah, no, no, far away. And then for
1: philosophy? For philosophy, I went to Jakarta. But before philosophy, I went to the Philippines ah. for junior. Eh.
0: Oh, so that's where you get your college degree.
1: Yeah, that's where I met uh, my friends. Like they are not here in the US. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I wanted to the US because I got some friends back from the Philippines. Okay, and I got that contact from them.
0: So that was in Manila, you. In Manila. Okay, like yeah. at the uh, Ateneo de Manila. Okay, mm-hmm. which is of course where the Jesuits used to have a wonderful observatory. Yes, but by then it was close. Yeah. The telescope was not there anymore, you know. Uh, the pollution and not pollution pollution, pollution, oh, yeah. pollution pollution. yeah. Pollution pollution. Yeah. Because I remember the the it used to be an observatory and then the pollution was so bad that they only could observe the sun. Ah, and then the pollution so was so bad that they said, we'll use the sun as a source to study the pollution. <laughs>
1: And now totally, they are on pollution now. Right, and yeah. so
0: they're not even doing that anymore. Yeah,
1: they're doing like atmospheric
0: sciences now. Okay, life, yeah. so so you you did your and what was your degree in philosophy? Yeah, in philosophy, right. and then you did your uh, graduate work in philosophy. back right. in, yeah, in Jakarta, and
1: then Jakarta. and then I went to Micronesia uh, for teaching, so for agency two years. Mm-hmm. So this is part of the Jesuit uh, so, formation. So you're with what island were you on? Uh, I, I was. So, it's a small, very small island. Is I don't know. I one time I walked, you know, around the island. Six me take it took me six hours to finish.
0: So you walked around the island. Yeah, around the island, is around it, the edge so, of the island. Okay, what what is it near of any? Is it anywhere near Tahiti or anywhere near uh, anything? From any Guam,
1: from Guam, okay. uh, the U.S. territory. It took about three hours by okay. flying. By, yeah, okay. by flight. Not quite far
0: all right yeah did you learn to surf did you learn to swim no. did you do any of those things? i like to swim okay because it's easier to swim in the in the salt water <laughs> and i remember you telling me about the cafeteria at the school
1: yeah Who the, the, the view the view oh the view yeah not the cafeteria but Actually, the yeah. uh the yeah. dining the dining room so oh, that dining room is gorgeous so it's uh, facing the uh the pacific ocean very serene and a lot of no like, matter
0: where you look, you face ocean. oh, yeah, radiation.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but from above, because our, our dining room is on the second floor, uh-huh. so we have a really great view. Um, and um, tourists usually ask, like tourists from Japan, Korea, mm-hmm. the US, if they go to the island, they would like they, they always would like to go to uh, our school. Our school is on top of the or the hill, we call it Mabuchi Hill. So if you Google on Google in the internet Mabuchi Hill, it will locate our uh. School there, and always go up there, and then from the windows, you know, we have a nice, very nice, big windows, and one time, uh, I was I was eating there for uh, lunch, and then one of the today said, "You're a student, right? Why well, you are here? Because it's only for staff." Said, I'm a staff, I'm a teacher. <laughs> no way. Because
0: you look so young. Yeah, I look so like a kid, you know. <laughs> Well, I won't reveal how old you are, except when I was looking for pictures to post, the best one was in front of your uh, birthday cake that said 40. On it. Yeah, 40. <laughs> so I turned 40 this year. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, what did you teach there?
1: Oh, so I, I taught physics, uh, geometry, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, general
0: science. Okay, what language did you teach in?
1: Uh, we teach in English.
0: So you already had English by then? I had English. Okay. You, you learned it in grade school? or? Yeah, I
1: learned in grade school and high school and when I was in philosophy. Okay. When I was...
0: So what yeah, languages kind of... typically do you learn growing up in Indonesia?
1: So I grew up with three languages. So mm-hmm. Indonesian is the national language, uh, which is taught in school. Uh, and then Sundanese is the language spoken in my neighborhood. Uh, and then my mom and my father is Javanese, so they talk each other with, in, in Japanese. And I also, I grew up with, I mean, I understand it because, right. you know, you grew up mm-hmm. with. <laughs> right. So I grew up with three languages. And mm-hmm. then plus I learned uh, English in school. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in high school, I learned Latin. And then when I was in philosophy, I learned French. There.
0: Yeah. So. Pretty good. I know your Latin is much better than mine. We've, we've, we've come across that a few times. All right. So you finished your regency. Uh-huh. And then you're going off to theology at that time? Go going off to theology. Yeah. So you, where did you study that?
1: I studied in Indonesia.
0: In Indonesia. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. I'm not a smart smart guy. So they didn't send me to anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Indonesia. Right. Okay. So you finished your ordained, what year would that have been? 2012. 2012. Yeah. And then Presumably, you were going to go off and you know, teach high school someplace. What happened? Well, so uh, my first
1: year in theology, uh, actually, uh, my, my when I, my let me see, my provincial asked me. So my boss asked me, "Hey, Bayou, uh, do you want to to do to do further studies?" I said, "Yeah, I want to study physics because I love it. You know, uh, that's my vocation is you know, mm-hmm. from the beginning." Uh, but he said, no, we don't need, we do not need any physicists anymore because we have already three people in physics in this province in Indonesia. How, big so is your what, private, how many do you have? Uh, 350 universe?
0: something people. Okay. So it's a decent sized province. Yeah. 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 So
1: we have already three physicists. Uh, they are all teaching, one in high school, two in university. And no more. We need no more. So he asked me if I would like to study meteorology, uh, climate change and, you know, climatology, things like that. I said, sure.
0: What was his idea? Why would he think you do? So that? the idea
1: is, I would go to the university and then kind of teaching in their in their physics department, you know, and also to other departments because of the uh, the climate change issue. So we need somebody who can talk it, talk mm-hmm. about it, like with 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 what you call with, with authority, with authority. Yes, <laughs> right. So yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and then he asked me to find my own school. So usually people were assigned to a mission like this, already they they have idea where school is, you know, you go to Rome or something like that. But uh, he asked me to find my own school. So I was thinking like, okay, I will I will ask my friend in the U.S., you know. Because so, he had met
0: from the Philippines. Yeah, from friend. the Philippines. So they helped
1: me to go <laughs> to the U.S. And they said, why don't you just go to Omaha? Uh, because his hometown is in Omaha and he has sister in Omaha too. So I was thinking, okay, fine so as so a Jesuit University. And I'm also thinking. a Jesuit okay. University of can stay there, yeah. So
0: they actually have a meteorology department?
1: They have meteorology department uh, because of the, mili- the US Air Force. Oh, the US Air, okay. Air Force sent people to, to get a degree uh, in meteorology in, at that university. At Creighton. At Creighton. Okay. Yeah.
0: So what was the kind of stuff that you were learning there then?
1: Oh, uh, they have only like undergrad and and, mm-hmm. and and master degree. So many of them working in the in the field. Mm-hmm. So like launching balloons and things like right. that. So, so you that. said that's where that picture of launching the balloon came from. Got <laughs> Correct. It. Okay. And we also learned how to uh, do the weather forecast. Like mm-hmm. not the weather forecast doing the modeling, but to present it in like in the TV, you know. So, like, so you can get a job doing yeah, that. That's yeah, true. Right. You can be the so, weatherman. Yeah. So I have uh, some people who work in W in NWS and also in the... Uh, which TV is, station and
0: NWS national, national weather service, service, right?
1: And also in the TV station, so okay. I have some friends who are working there.
0: Anyway, okay, so you're, you're basically you're getting the the basics of, but this isn't particularly climate modeling. This is just the basics, right? Yeah,
1: that's your basic. Yeah.
0: So how did you? You, you were saying, okay, Arizona gave you a scholarship, but correct? What is it in the program at Arizona that you decided this is what I want to do? Because they have a tropical weather. Ah.
1: So when I, I applied to three universities, uh, St. Louis, University of Michigan, and mm-hmm. University of Arizona. And why? Because in these three, they have a tropical meteorology, especially in the, in St. Louis, because of Jesuit University, but also uh, they also deal with pollution. And mm-hmm. that's a big problem in, in Southeast Asia, pollution. Uh, so I want to go there, but they didn't give me money. So mm-hmm. what's right. the purpose? <laughs> right. And in Michigan, uh they have tropical meteorology but uh they more into they they went into uh satellite you know Mm -hmm. making satellite uh observation things like that uh here is more like what i want like tropical and then data analysis things like that but i learned something here because when i arrived here i asked my professor
0: that
1: i only know how to do data analysis and my professor said, "Well, if you only do that, you will not get a job. You need to do modeling." I said, oh, I "Don't know modeling." So I learned modeling here actually, okay. and my first paper is about modeling, and then my second and the third paper also about modeling. <laughs> so,
0: what are the kinds of what, what are you modeling, and where, and who's paying for it? Okay, so the, this my first, my first, and my second paper uh,
1: is about Sonora Desert. So modeling the uh, uh, so the here. monsoon, not the monsoon, the monsoon? precipitation okay. in Sonora. So basically oh. in northern Mexico. Okay. So that's a, my first and my second papers. And then my third one, uh, I got funding from, we got funding actually from Saudi Arabia.
0: So, uh, so we have an Indonesian <laughs> working in Arizona to work out the climate of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> all right sure why not yeah so
1: i got it from saudi arabia and actually my professor asked me when i got it like when we got it like almost mm-hmm. three years ago now he asked me like is it okay if you got money from saudi arabia given that you're a jesuit and a priest related to uh mm-hmm. somewhere to catholic church in rome you know <laughs> <laughs> i said why not <laughs> you know, you're your holy your half
0: your family's muslim what's the yeah.
1: problem <laughs> what's the problem right. so i was happy with that and then uh the, the good thing is about it is that I have uh, access to their supercomputer called Sahin. So this is one of the seven or ten mm. supercomputers in the world, and one of them is Saudi Arabia. And I have access to that and then run the models freely mm-hmm. there. Uh, I got like 700,000 hours per year mm. to run my model. Wow.
0: wow. All right. Now we've got a few nerds in this group. Uh, mm.
1: Tell me, what language do you
0: write, work in? So for
1: the model itself, was uh, written is written in Fortran and C. So this is back from oh, ancient. So you, you, ancient. The fact that you speak Latin <laughs> is
0: well prepared, prepared you for working in Fortran.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, so the models you know, mo- modeling that we have today is built since 1960s or 50s mm-hmm. in, from the earliest time of computer. So it's in Fortran and in C. Uh, for the analysis, I use MATLAB and Python and NCL. So NCL is the NCAR, the national, the NCAR language uh, from uh,
0: Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> so you've been here actually living in our community for how long? For a year, almost five years almost now. Five years, yeah. yeah. Almost five years. Well, on top of all of that, you're also a priest. I am a priest. And so you do stuff as well. I, I Yeah. I give me an example stuff. of some of the, uh, the things you do here in the parish.
1: Oh, so uh, before the pandemic, uh, usually, I would uh, say mass in the Holy Family Church mm-hmm. down in the University Boulevard, like down in the downtown, yeah. yeah downtown, almost downtown. And then also I uh, sit for you know like hearing confession at the Newman Center. And what is interesting, I mean, what is really exciting for me every now and then is going down to the reservation to uh, for Christmas and then Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm to celebrate uh, Christmas and Easter with the uh, American Indian down in the reservation, the Tono Autumn. So that's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I like did, it.
0: You, where did you describe what you were doing this Easter? Because that was kind of extensive.
1: Yeah, so this is my first time going to the farthest end of their territory, like really far away. And it's like, what, one hour and a half, or something 100 miles away from where usually I celebrate the mass. So I really went there out and I didn't know anything. Uh never been there before, never, never been to that place before. And the uh the priest, the Franciscan friar in that uh church only told me, well, you'll see the sign. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're on a road in the middle of the desert. Yeah, in the middle Just kind of go that way. Yeah, and just go that way, you'll see the sign and then you'll turn left.
1: But of course. Okay, you had GPS in your phone, right? Yeah, but my Jeep, G- my phone didn't work. <laughs> so that's the thing. So I have to rely on the okay. I have to rely on my eyes. And <laughs> but also one time, uh, two years ago, almost maybe almost two years ago now. So I got uh, an assignment from the Franciscan Friar to go to one place for Christmas Eve uh, mass, and it was poor raining, mm-hmm. and there there are three uh, what you call that river rivers yeah the dry rivers the, yeah the right. dry rivers but because it's raining they all have water mm-hmm. right and it was full rain and then i went there in the middle of the night like 10 o'clock and i didn't see anything and i was thinking like oh that one like you know a lot of lights so it must be the mm-hmm. church so i turned there with my truck and then i got stuck in the mud mm-hmm. yeah so that's a least scary so i was thinking like man i'm going you know to stay here without saying a mask <laughs> 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 and wait till the morning to somebody <laughs> to rescue me <laughs> but they found you no i try hard to get out of oh. the mud yeah, so you yeah.
0: okay yeah. i mean ultimately where do you see yourself in 10 years time what do you <laughs> what do you hope to do what are the possibilities that might happen i don't know so actually as i told you you yeah. know can i tell no you can tell okay yeah. we're, we're yeah. small we're friendly yeah so uh
1: provincial has changed right yeah, so Jaysuit provincial always change like every five years, six years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went to the U.S. under Father Rio, who is the provincial in 2012. And then uh, he was replaced by uh, the provincial, I mean uh, his name is Sunu, and he's a biologist. So he kind of, you know, he encouraged me, okay, go ahead, pursuing a PhD. Uh, we will have job here in Indonesia. Okay, that's <laughs> it. And then... I was replaced again last year with another provincial, uh, uh, his name is Benny, and he's a sociologist from what's name Oxford, mm-hmm. and uh, he told me, well, if you finish, then we don't have work here, because the physical department closed, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> so the physical department in the university closed down, so we don't have any more, so he asked me, like, find a job, <laughs> you know, man, I have to find a job, <laughs> So, I find my own school now. I have to find a job. So, when my uh, professor told me, Well, you can stay here for a postdoc for two years if you want, I simply like, I'll do it, you know. Um, but also, if there is happening in, the, in, in two years, like for instance, I got another uh, offer for another postdoc in areas that I really like it, they'll move, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and who knows,
0: by the time that's all finished, you'll have a new provincial again. I know. <laughs> so kind of crazy, but it's yeah. okay. That's yeah. it life. And as i said to you, um, you know, planetary sciences so includes atmospheric sciences. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to do it on a more planetary scale with the yeah. observatory, mm-hmm. that would be something that, you know, five years down the line, yeah, I, like, yeah. yeah, we could be looking at. Yeah. The one last thing that uh, you've made a huge impact in our community. Uh-huh. You know, just a little the the nine eight Jesuits who live here in mm. Tucson mm. because of your cooking. Ah, so tell us about the things you like to cook.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I like to cook fish and rice. Right,
0: <laughs> neither of which is what you'd associate with Tucson. So no. how do you find these things?
1: <laughs> so uh, when I came here, there is no rice cooker, right? And then Justin mm. came and he liked to eat rice, so. He, told, he asked me, is there a rice cooker here? And no. I said, okay, let's go get a rice cooker in the Bath and Beyond. So we went to Bath and Beyond, get rice cooker, 90 bucks. It's very mm-hmm. cheap. So since then, I cook with him uh, before the pandemic happened. You know, So we explore a lot of uh, recipe from Indonesia and fish, basically, and chicken and things like that. Kebab. So I used to make a kebab here. And then the pandemic hit and brother guy got stuck here. <laughs> and then we always eat curry. Yes, I love curry. <laughs> So, uh, we've been doing a lot of curry. That's a lot of curry every, every, every Saturday, Saturday before
0: you know. the movies. Right. So, yeah. That's a wrap for this podcast. Our audio editors for this podcast were Brother Guy Consolmagno and myself, Bob Trembley. You can listen to our other podcasts and read posts by us on the web at VaticanObservatory.org. Clear skies, everyone.